plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Packers, your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are locked on Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackerReport.com, part of the Scout.com and CBS Sports.com networks. And today is Thursday, the official start of NFL free agency that starts at 3 p.m. Central. Free agency is like Christmas for the Packers, right? Now think about it. What happens to you on Christmas, especially if you've got kids? Well, everybody gets stuff, and you get more debt, or you have a letter checkbook. Now, how about free agency for the Packers? Everybody gets stuff, i.e. players. You lose yours. So it is Christmas for the Packers. Merry Christmas, Packers. And it does not appear to be going off to a good start. Obviously, this is all subject to change um, here. But I wrote a story yesterday at PackerReport.com about how Nick Perry and the Jets were close on making a deal. Um... Again, nothing is set in stone here. You know, I, Tom Silverstein wrote later tonight that the Colts and the Falcons are in the picture. And at the end of the day, um, Perry's agents can go to Green Bay and say, hey, this is what we got. What can you do? And the Packers could, could match it. So nothing is nothing is set in stone here yet. But Nick Perry is in danger of going. And Micah Hyde is in danger of going as well, according to ESPN.com's Rob Domofsky. Look, those are what? Two of your best four defenders? I mean, if you count Perry, Hyde, Clinton, Dix, and Daniels. On a defense that gave up the second most points in 30 years, the Packers are in danger of, danger of losing Excuse me, two of their top four players. Probably not a recipe for turning this thing around. But before we get too deep into that, I would like to remind you to check out the rest of the great Locked On Podcast Network, which includes Locked On NFL, Lockdown NFL Draft and Lockdown Fantasy. And of course, there's my website, PackerReport.com. Not a subscriber yet? Well, you should be. What the heck are you waiting for? Well, here's here, maybe this'll maybe this will be just a ticket for you. Sign up for one month, then go into the coupon code that says F and then or excuse me, then type in F A twenty seventeen. That's F for free, A for agency, twenty seventeen. And we will give you two months. So it's basically Three months for the price of one over a Packer report. I'm trying to stay ahead of the curve here on free agency by looking ahead. And I've got, well, in the last two days, I wrote a story about what do the Packers do if they lose Micah Hyde? And I have a story on what do the Packers do if they lose Nick Perry? So you can find those stories and a whole lot more over at PackerReport.com. I'm see a busy day today with the start of free agency. A weird day for me. If you live around these parts, or maybe the whole Midwest probably, it has been unbelievably windy. So yesterday, I had uh, our, our, our repair guy come out. I had to have um, a new sump pump put in, and I wasn't going to deal with plumbing, because hell, I don't know anything about plumbing, and there's probably electricity involved too. Plumbing, electricity, water. 
Yeah, what could go wrong for a football writer? <laughs> um, we got this guy who repairs things for pretty cheap. He came in and installed it. He's done. We're at the front door, just shooting the you-know-what about the Packers and the combine and, and the weather. I said, knock on wood, and there's no wood for me to knock. So I'm knocking on the wall, which is covered in plastic, but it does have wood studs underneath. Go knock on wood, all this wind, nothing has happened yet. We don't even have any big limbs down. Ten minutes, and I am not exaggerating, ten minutes later, I am, um, the guy's gone. Ten minutes later, I'm looking for my jacket. I have to go pick up my son from, from 4K. And I go into the uh, family room to look for my jacket. And I look out the window, and there's a pine tree across our driveway. We have, we have a pine tree right up at the basketball hoop. I don't know how big it is. 50 feet tall, 40 feet tall, humongous. I mean, just unbelievably big. I didn't even hear it. It just uprooted, roots and all. It just basically the tree basically just tipped over, right where the guy, right where the repair guy's van would have been. So, knock on wood. Here, this is actually this actually is wood here. Knock on wood. The the guy's van wasn't crushed. And knock on wood that if it had gone a different way, it had plowed into her house. That wouldn't have been good. Um, right now, it's stuck in our um, our locust tree. So I've got some guy, a guy coming up to help me with it. So I'm going to be doing for agency while cleaning up a 40-foot pine tree today. So wish, wish me luck with that. So, A, I hope it gets done quickly, this job. And it's huge. So I'm assuming it's not going to get done quickly. Um, and please, if you're TJ Lang or Nick Perry or Micah Hyde, um, keep this silent till like 6 o'clock. Then I'll be in the house so I can maybe... Maybe do something. Otherwise, I'll be um, trying to juggle. And you know, and you know how pine trees are. They got pine sap, and it's the stickiest crap. So I, I can't, it's going to be even hard to fuss with my phone during this. So uh, anyway, interestingly, a pack report. I will somehow get the news up anyway, and I'll have perspective on it um, tonight over at PackerReport.com. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. All right, to the Packers. What do you do? Or what are you doing? There's no way you can spin this as you are better without Nick Perry and Micah Hyde. Now, I got some people on Twitter, more than a few, saying, hey, the Packers' defense stunk anyway. It's time to rebuild this defense and start from scratch, is basically their thought. And I'm thinking that, and I had never, this is one of my all time favorite phrases, and I'm not sure I ever used it. It's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. How are you... Look, I, I can see if you want to have the argument, you know, move on from Dayton Jones and move on from Julius Peppers. If you want to argue that, fine. But how are you better on a team that's pass rush was kind of hit and miss anyway? How are you better without a, Nick Perry's 11 sacks? How are you better without Micah Hyde's four interceptions over his last, what was it, nine, ten games? Eight games, whatever it was. How are you better? To me, those are guys that these are key parts of making this defense better, and then you add to it. Um, this isn't this 
you're, you're not you're not better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, so what are the Packers thinking here? Well, here's what this has got to be what they're thinking. You know, and it just, to, to me, it just makes sense. Um, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I think this is the thinking. GM Ted Thompson, what does he like to do? He likes to build through the draft. And if you're Thompson, he, he clearly, you, you want these guys back. But he's got a financial line drawn the sand where I'm not going to go above X amount. Just not going to do it because I can get, I can replace these guys in the draft where, and I've written this um, before the Perry News, I wrote it after the Perry News. This is a, and if you're a draft nerd um, like I am, you know this. This is a great class of edge rushers. So you can replace Nick Perry in the draft. It is a great class of cornerbacks. You can replace Hyde in the draft. In fact, I wrote about an unbelievable replacement for Micah Hyde over at PackReport.com last night. A senior who had a formal interview with the Packers at the Combine. Now, anytime a senior has these, my radar really goes up because they had chances to talk to this kid along the way. I mean, he was at the senior bowl. He didn't play. I think he had turf toe. But he was there. The Packers could talk to him. I'm assuming the Packers did talk to him. But anytime that they, that they meet with a senior, um, it gets my radar up. So that that story is over at PackerReport.com, and he saw he is he's exactly Micah Hyde, but uh, about two tenths of a second faster in the forty. So that has to be the plan, right? You draft guys, and then you save a gob of money for other things. And look, last year Kenny Clark. In the first round, four years, $9.3 million, $9.4 million with a uh, $5 million signing bonus. So that, that's the going rate last year for a first-round pick. And the Packers picked earlier than they did last year. It's probably about the same amount of money. What's Nick Perry going to get? Four years, $50 million? Five years, $60 million? Um, $20 million guaranteed? $30 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money you just saved to invest in TJ Lang or maybe add um, some mid-level guys down the road. Um, last year, the second-round pick, Jason Spriggs. Four years, $5 million, um, both $3 million guaranteed. Um, that pick will probably, well, you know, probably about the same amount, maybe even a little bit less this year. I, um, Spriggs was a, a much earlier pick. He's number 48, Green Bay's picking 58? No, um, 61, I believe. So, again, you know, if you were to lose Micah Hyde, for instance, on a four-year, I don't know, $25 million deal with $15 million guaranteed. I mean, look, I mean, just the guaranteed money alone would be your save a, a gob of money. And again, I'm not saying this is the way to build your team, but I'm trying to explain to you, assuming that these guys go in there. Again, there, there is no assumption here. I don't know um, if the, these guys are going to go back to the Packers, what the Packers are going to say, if they're, if Thompson's going to say, you know what, we're a game away from the Super Bowl. We should probably try to keep these guys and make a final push rather than having to rebuild. So nothing is... Nothing is settled here. Um, but if these guys go, I think that is the thinking from Thompson where you just go draft replacements. Um, and now you're just hoping for the best, right? You're hoping that that first-round edge rusher pans out. Uh, 
Maybe you get a mid-level guy, um, you know, the Eagles get rid of Connor Barwin, for instance. Maybe a, a mid-level guy like Connor Barwin in a first-run draft pick helps you out. Or, you know, I know it's not a player-for-player player switch, but you lose Micah Hyde, you sign Devon House. And I realize Hyde is a slot slash safety mostly and House is an outside corner, but, you know, maybe... Maybe maybe it gives you some flexibility and have Randall and Rollins duke it out to be the slot guy. I don't know, but I mean that has to be the, the hope that you bring in someone and you and you draft a couple guys and those guys play better. Um obviously with Perry, you've got the injury history. With Micah Hyde, you got the fact that he's not exactly an elite level guy. He's probably maximized the skill set um from a physical standpoint. So maybe you know the no, no one knows that guy more than the Packers do, and or no 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 one knows those guys more than the Packers do, and maybe that and that's that probably plays into thinking too, or you're just not going to go above X amount of dollars. And look, the money you're going to get seen thrown around is stupid. Look at the Bears. This is from Ian Rappaport. The Bears are going to give Mike Glennon a quarterback. Three years, $14.5 million. Not total, $14.5 million per year for Mike Glennon. And this is free agency. There's nothing free in free agency. And I know 99% of you are frustrated as all hell at Ted Thompson, and you get frustrated as all hell with him every offseason. There's a reason why Green Bay is... is 38 and change million under the cap is because he spends wisely. Now, he might not spend enough, and I think, obviously, I think um, logical arguments can be made that he doesn't spend enough money and he's not aggressive enough. I, if you want to argue that, I'm fine. I can, I will listen to you with that argument. But there's, there, there's a reason why they're in good shape cap wise and they can generally keep the guys that they want to keep. And, you know, maybe it's not going to happen this year, but. It's why these guys are competitive most years. Yeah, I know they got Aaron Rodgers, and he's worth X number of wins. I get all that, but he's built a consistently pretty good team around him. But again, um, it's the stupid money, and I don't. I mean, maybe we're going to see the Micah High money come out, contract come out if he's again, again assuming he signs someplace else, and we're going to you know, <laughs> choke on our Wheaties, but. But if Mike Glennon, a quarterback who's done absolutely nothing in his career, is worth $14.5 million, and what is Nick Perry going to get from the Jets or the Colts or or maybe even the Packers that comes back? It's it's the way it is when, like I mentioned before, the Packers are barely above average in cap space. So as much as everyone's focusing on $38 million, that's barely above the league average. Teams are just swimming in money. And there are maybe 40 really good free agents out there. And Perry and Hyde and, and Jared Cook are in that bunch. But there's not a lot of really big-time players out there. But there's a lot of big-time money to be spent, and this is going to jack up the rates of players who should get money they probably shouldn't get, but God bless them for getting it. And one last thing here before I start uh, turning into Paul Bunyan. Compensatory draft picks. The Packers are going to lose J.C. Treader. He's going to get a lot of money. Uh, I look, they might lose Nick Perry to get to a lot of money. 
they might lose Micah Hyde to a lot of money. Who knows about TJ Lang? Um, who knows about Jared Cook? But there's a chance that Green Bay is going to get you know those and just you know again I'm just assuming that Perry, Perry and Hyde are gone again. We don't know, but you know if you to lose if you're to lose Treader, Perry, and Hyde, you're looking at again. This is all based on money and stuff, and who knows what those contracts are going to be. But I mean, at the worst, you figure they're going to get what three fourth round draft picks for those guys. Um, you know, maybe if, if they're to lose Perry, maybe that's worth a third because it is, it is surely based on almost purely based on money. So maybe, maybe you get a, a three for Perry and a, and a four for Treader and a four for Hyde. So keep that in mind too, the, where again, you're, you're losing bodies. You're not getting any better, but for Thompson, it's a way to retool this team for the future. And again, when you've got a when you've got a whole lot of high-priced players taking up a lot of the salary cap, there's really no other way to build your team than through cheap labor. And if you were able to get add extra draft picks for 2018, these are not be for 2017, but for 2018, there's probably another reason to let them go. Again, I'm not saying that I agree with it, but I'm trying my best to offer you some um, explanation of, of the thinking up there at 1265. All right, that will do it for this episode of Lockdown Packers. Thank you, as always, for listening. Wish me luck cutting down trees today. (laughs) Have a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.